YouTube body by Malika, the continuing story of a health and wellness journey. I'm Malika Jaycox, certified personal trainer since 2007. My unique approach to fitness is tapping into the mind. The mind is one of the most powerful tools of the human body. Once we tap in and connect, anything is possible. In today's episode of health and wellness, we will be talking candidly about life and what that means to Adrian Cavada and some of the tools to help optimize the experience of life. Adrian Cavada with Coco Kokoro Health focuses on optimizing the human experience through genuine human connection. And this is Adrian that I'm doing a Yep. A second follow-up. I want to see where you're at with that. Adrian, I want to make sure I say your name, your last name right, but can you introduce it? Say who you are? And, yeah, and- yeah. My name is Adrian Cavada. And like I said last time, just a human being, just living his life, learning. I love yeah. your shirt. You have a spiritual gangster on it. So gangster. What? What? Is that your logo, your brand? Okay. No, it's- it's like a local um, t-shirt brand over here on like the southwestern region. I think one of my my buddies actually was partnered with the person that made it. Okay. He's like, and you're in um, Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. And so we're doing this uh, follow-up podcast here. I'm over here in Oklahoma and you're in Arizona and we get to chat again. And yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, this is, and health and wellness is to me like an, it's an overall, I guess, balance that we're trying to, as humans, work towards. And you, sir, I was just sharing earlier before we hit the record button, kind of like a deep individual to me and when i say deep i mean like you're thought provoking like when them and maybe i want to know and i asked you before where is your like where do you get your thought process with life i know it's a big question but if you want to start small (laughs) give me an example of like for instance your work you are a more than a personal trainer and maybe you could talk about that too so where do you get your thought process with your business first of all we can start there Honestly, I've been thinking about that since the last time we had talked. Where do I get my thought process from? You know, I thought about it. Like, do I get it from God? Do I get it from the universe? Do I get it from my family dynamics? Like, where is it that this comes from? But ultimately, like, at least what I found out from my personal experience with what's been going on in my life on a personal and a professional level is that I'm the one creating it. At the end of the day, I am being intentional with how I take in information. And it's kind of like making sure that I am not blind to what I am ingesting or digesting into my brain. That makes sense. Pretty much. I am being intentional with who I surround myself with. I pick people's minds in terms of their knowledge base. I uh, pick my own mind in terms of my own knowledge base. And I also pick the minds of some things that you don't really think you would pick the mind of, like my dog my two-year-old godson you know people that can't people are uh, creatures that can't really communicate in a way that we think communication is and uh, I, I make the intention just to learn to learn from various experiences like this bird flying in front of me what is wow. what does that mean to you know what i'm right. saying like i ask these quote-unquote deep questions whether like it is quote-unquote quote-unquote deep or not it's just i just ask myself these questions on what these things mean and what other people perceive perceive them as like for example when i had first moved back with my parents 
it was a bit of a huge life transition because I had been away from home for so long and considering the pandemic and all the things that were happening in, in the world. And eventually I made the decision to move back to save money, to to build more income, to eventually get my own place in terms of having like, some property and all that. And along with all like the chaos that's happening on both a global and a personal level, there's, I don't know, I think the more that we listen, the more we pay attention to the quote unquote signs around us, whether you believe in the higher power, whether you believe in the universe or God, that you can really learn more about your experience that you're living, the more that you just stop and listen. I don't mean to cut you off, but when you say listen, you know that isn't as easy as you would think, right? When you say listen, like I'm really working as a human to listen more, even though I just cut you off right now. But <laughs> what do you mean listen? How how are you intentional about listening? Do you repeat what someone has said? Or what do you mean? Can you talk about it a little more? Yeah, definitely. What I mean by listening is not so much kind of like what we've been taught in school to listen to the teacher and regurgitate information. It's more about, I learned this in my behavioral health experience and in college about active listening. You're paying attention to the entire person. And you can even take, a, like, I guess, a step deeper in terms of the energy that you're feeling off of the person. And really boils down to how introspective you are on your own sense of self at the end of the day. Because if you're not really aware of what's happening within you, you can really skew the reality that you're living. Hence, like a whole dilemma with a person just because you misunderstood them. Because everyone, I think I had talked to you about this last time, everyone perceives everything to their ability to perceive. Can you repeat that? That was like, I need to hear that again. <laughs> Everybody perceives to their ability to of perception, pretty much their own personal perception. So like what I'm saying to you, you're perceiving in a different way. And when you speak in, about your life, I perceive it in a different way. You get what I'm saying? So that is kind of like where my mind is at. Like I understand that no one truly knows me. You get what I'm saying? No one truly understands who I am, how my brain works, how my body works, how these things work in my existence. Yeah, there's books on psychology, books on what's it called? Um, physiology, biology, all these different books about the physical human body and the mental human body. However, it's not the truth, quote unquote. Yeah, it's uh, based in science, right? But yeah. you're actually experience that you have in your, I think it's subjective or objective uh, experience yeah. of your life. I always get those words mixed up. So um, good. I know what you mean <laughs> in, in my interpretation. <laughs> there right? you go. Exactly. Perception. Perception. But, uh, there you go. But uh, yeah, we have our perception of reality. And I think we take a step back and really just listen, meaning not try to repeat the same habits that we've been taught to regurgitate information, to mirror person's body language, how you know you have your hand on your chin right now. And these are all tactics and different skill sets in order to bond and connect with the person when you're communicating with them, right? There's different ways to show that your interest in the conversation, whether you uh, paraphrase something or whether you say something in terms of like a rebuttal or whatever, like shows that you're listening to the person. Right. But if you're just really in the state of just receiving, for example, before I even got on this podcast, my mom just opened up her heart about her worries about the world and about me. You know, in the past, I probably would have been a bit more reactive. And, and also I learned this recently, you know how they say to comfort somebody, put your hand on them, hug them. I actually learned the opposite because a person that needs to feel what they have to feel does not need comfort at that moment. They need to learn how to vibrate. Take it in. 
take it in, fully experience it. Stop holding things back. Really feel those emotions because at the end of the day, those emotions are going to take you over because you're not allowing yourself just to feel, process, and just allow these things to flow in, through, and out of you. And along the way, you know, these messages that come into you, you learn, whether it's clear or not, like the, the whole act of, act of listening is a skill. To my best ability to describe, it is a skill, the same way how walking is a skill, the same way how breathing is a skill. We never think of these activities that we do on a daily basis as skills, but they are skills. Right. And they can practice, they can be perfected. And it's really, again, just feeling what you're feeling within yourself when you're hearing someone's words, when you're feeling someone's energy. And then you can actually get the message that you're getting from whoever's speaking, whether it's my voice, whether it's your voice, whether it's some other type of person just speaking about their existence. What I've been experiencing as of late, at least how I've been able to feel other people's energy is through my heart. A lot of times, so for example, say if you go into an environment where it's um, very stressful or high anxiety, you walk into that environment, your heart's going to start beating. Right. In order to match the frequency, because what it's doing is giving you oxygen, is giving you nutrients in order to sustain that vibration that you happen to find yourself in. Uh, that is actual responsibility of the heart to pump blood through the body. Right, 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 right. And in terms of energy or in terms of chakras or whatever, whatever like you way you understand put on it. energy, <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to put on it at the end of the day, it's physically giving you nutrients and giving you energy to supplement what's happening in your current existence. So someone's coming at you hard and wants to fight you, you're going to get into that fight or flight mode, right? right. Or freeze. And if you're in a in a state of calmness, someone's just talking to you, someone's just hanging out with you, you're going to feel good, right? And think about this too, like excitement and nervousness is the same sensation. It's really about your perception you put on. Yeah, like an animal. I, I feel like when you're describing that, like the animals, you know, that are out in the wilderness and they have to do that fight or flight, some animals trying to eat them. I feel like we're in the world where we're just in general. I'm just going to speak in my world, except I've slowed down. I got to fight. I got to go. I got to just constantly go with fight or flight and just survivor mode. And so I feel like as you and I talked last time that it's shifting and we're slowing down a little. And, and I asked you if we would make, in your opinion, some progress. Do you think we'll get to, I don't know, maybe like a different type of energy <laughs> as a whole? I remember I asked you that. So mm. I hope that's making sense. But I just thought of that as you were speaking. We're transforming. And like any physical training program, like any type of growth that we experience there, there are growing pain. And in order to reach a higher frequency of existence, whether at an energetic level, whether of how you just show up in your daily life, in your family, um, in your relationships, in your business, we have to go through certain things in order for our frequency to raise up for the task, whether you're in a movement, whether you're in some type of X, Y, and Z at the end of the day, like we have to match whatever we're putting ourselves in. We put ourselves in a stressful environment. Yeah, you're going to go stress the fuck out because you're in a stressful environment. Last I have myself on mute. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Your body's naturally going to figure out a way to adapt that we are animals at the end of the day. No way to sugarcoat it. Yeah, we're quote unquote humans, but we're not superior to any other animal. Like we're not. Yeah, we have this cognitive ability to perceive what's happening around us and communicate and do all these different things. But so does other animals. We have limited right. per perception of 
what's happening in the world. For example, honeybees see ultraviolet light off of flowers. That's how they are able to uh-huh. find flowers and get the pollen. You get what I'm saying? Some birds use the magnetic field in the earth to travel and to migrate and stuff like that. We can't do that. We need GPS. We need a map. We need the stars, the sun. You get what I'm saying? We need- <laughs> I told you I moved. And so my child, I literally don't know anyone over here, really. And uh, mm. told me, my middle child, that, hey, you're going to be sad. You're going to feel it. And I want you to know, this is my kid telling me that it's okay to feel, mom, and don't shut it out. Uh, go ahead and, and feel it. So I did feel some type of way during the holidays. I don't think it's the holidays. It was the fact of the uh, city being quiet and just I'm out there and listening to the animals and to the birds. And, you know, I cried, and you know, and it, it was, um, you know, emotional, whatever, but I kind of try to fight it. I'm all about, I just don't like to show my emotions still. I'm working through it. <laughs> but what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I wonder, though, a lot of people, if you could give some tips, maybe, of how you do that. How do you give me one example of taking, you mentioned something out the window there that one of the animals you were looking at or something like that. Well, how are you intentional about doing something like that? Looking at that, does that help you? Does it help you get calmer? Best way to describe it kind of boils down to just intuition. Because honestly, I could make myself crazy and overload myself. Oh my God, what does that tree mean? What does that burn mean? You get what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not so much so to call it, uh, taking in every single thing. And something that I learned from Alan Watts, uh, one of his lectures, is that typically we have spotlight perspective, meaning we look at one piece of information. Like right now I'm holding my hand in like telescope fashion. I can only see the screen looking at myself. And Malika just chilling, right? But if I remove my hand and open my gaze, like you look at it from a floodlight perspective, you see the bigger picture, you see the canvas in front of you, you see reality in itself. Like I see bugs, I see a car parking itself, I see a tree just chilling. You're taking the entire perspective and you're no matter what, your brain's taking in information and it's going to process it and going to put some type of interpretation to it. For example, I just named and labeled a bunch of different things, a car, a tree, and a bug. Those things don't know that they're called a car, a tree, and a bug. Right. Like, it, like the more that we take the humanness out of the things that we label or identify, the more that we feel connected to nature. I I think I learned this through like kind of like reading into um, Buddhism. Don't quote me on this. I'm going to like paraphrase some things that I kind of remember. Good. For example, like whatever you're looking at in front of you, whether it's a tree, whether it's a car, whether it's a person in front of you, try not to create some type of label for it. Try not to put any type of attachment of some idea that you have in your head and just see it for what it is. I can call it a tree. I can say it's green, but if I just see it for what it is, I can start feeling emotions. I can start feeling X, Y, and Z. I can have thoughts of a memory that I had when I was a kid or from yesterday from just looking at this tree. But if I look a little bit deeper and I go past those, I guess, those superficial things that come up to me or come up for me, Uh I see it as it is. That just another creature just living its existence. It's part of my nature. Like it creates breathable air for me. And I create create breathable air for it too. Right. It's an exchange. I breathe out CO2. It consumes it. It creates whatever it creates within it. The trees. The the leaves and other different types of biological process in the plant itself and vice versa. It's a cycle. And I think we forget that 
or at least we've forgotten that throughout our course of our history because we are not typically taught nature and how to connect with it. You get what I'm saying? I love I, that. And the more that I've been doing that, the, the more calm I've been feeling, despite the whole COVID thing, despite all the random shit that happens in life. I look out into the stars and I look out into the sky or look out over on top of a mountain. I just see my problems as not problems anymore. They're just things happening. Yes. Me making it a problem creates some type of attachment, some type of tension within me. Yeah. And I don't want to do that for myself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's yeah. shit that's happening in the world. Bad things do happen, quote unquote, bad things, but there is things that are happening. And I think we can take ourselves out of the picture or at least take ourselves out of what is happening. We can just be with it, whether it's a very fucked up situation, whether it's the best situation in life. We can be with it. We can learn from it and we can figure out how we can be fully present in whatever environment or whatever frequency or whatever reality that we find ourselves in what adrian is saying is what he's saying at face value i'm listening to you i'm actively listening to you you're fascinating to me you know i don't know (laughs) that is to me a certain gift uh, that you have and glad to know you and be able to talk to you i got a lot from it and i know the audience and listeners do as well but when you mentioned like family and family dynamics. And the last time we talked, you were sharing a little bit about the family. And so have you worked on not taking all in because you know you are an empath a little bit done some great work since the last time we spoke and honestly it just boils down to kind of like what i said in the beginning of this recording that i'm one creating my thought process and acknowledging that But at the same time, I'm also the one observing it too. I'm experiencing it, I'm creating it, and I'm observing it at the same time. And the fact that I have the ability to create my reality in front of me shows my true power as a human in my own existence. It shows all of our true power in our own personal existence. The more we tap into that, the more we can create the actual reality that we want for ourselves, whether it's optimal health and optimal mindset or a deeper connection with your spirit or with the universe or whatever label you want to put on it. Ultimately, like we're all made up the same stuff, right? We are stardust. We are carbon molecules, oxygen molecules, all these different type of atoms that make us us. And I think we, and more we acknowledge that and we don't differentiate from putting ourselves as a race or as a species on top of everything else. We are made up the same fucking shit at the end of the day. Yes, sir. Just to be vulgar, like just to be like real, like we are made up of the same fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Again, we create problems for ourselves because we're bored. Yeah, we create problems because we're bored. Not saying like any type of trauma like that, not to like put that stuff down. Yeah, the things happen and we have to know how to process it. But ultimately, if you look at your life from a grander perspective, at least from an outside perspective, you see it for what it is. Like for one, if you're listening to this podcast right now, like very fortunate because you have the ability to listen to a podcast. We are way richer than most of the world if we're listening to this podcast in the United States. Uh, we are the top 1%, whether you're in poverty and in terms of the United States standards, uh-huh. people are in the poverty that are in poverty in the United States standards are still richer than most of the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's true. It comes down to being grateful at the end of the day. Um, the more we're grateful we are, we can appreciate the things that we do have. And then if we want more, if we want to live a different life, that's where the intentionality comes into play. Right. We don't have a life that doesn't really fit our needs or I guess our true idea of our life purpose or whatever, whatever it is that you truly want for yourself. We can create the reality for ourselves, getting out of our own way and doing the work. Yeah, it's not easy work, but it also doesn't have to be hard when the work is more about the perception behind it. 
and and I hear what you're saying because I don't want to go there and break it down of society and what that entails in itself because we have been, in my opinion, a little bit programmed to be get bored and find something to do or a little self-absorbed, in my opinion, from my experience. So let's put that, even when putting that aside, you're saying, hey, even though the world is what, and you keep doing this quote unquote, world is what it is, right? Be grateful and just sit back and like take in where we're at today. Is that what you're kind of getting the gist of? I'm just making sure. Yeah, okay. Much. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going on, as you mentioned earlier in the world. But yeah, and being grateful or being like, just, hey, this is what it is. That takes some work, right? I mean, it's not very easy. I've mentioned before we've hit this recording, I know some people that are struggling right there with that. When they're in it, how do you get out of it? I can say, okay, I have tools. I can apply the tools, but it's a lot of work that's needed to be done is what, and it doesn't have to be complicated either, (laughs) but we make it. Oh yeah, man. Lastly, though. I mentioned your job, your work, your career, what you do, helping others. Do you apply any of these things that you're explaining to me on here with your job? And maybe talk about that a little bit about what, Adrian, the whole concept is to help someone, what you do for a living. What I do for a living is give people an experience. I just plain and simple. I give them an experience. I guess I conceptualize the idea that life is a canvas. Sometimes we get a canvas that's already painted on from trauma, from generational curses, from the world that we were told to accept. At the end of the day, it's still a canvas to be painted on. And we can make the reality with our own paintbrushes, whether we're working on our physical health, our mental state or spiritual well-being, we have the ability to create whatever we want for ourselves. When I get in the mode of coaching and the mode of service, that's what I do from start to finish. The moment you talk to me to the moment that you leave my life and really just teaching them that, that they are the creator of their reality, whether they believe it or not. And the way how I do things, I have the horns and I have the halo. When I need to knock you down to reality and show you what's up, I'm going to do that. When you need some compassion, you need something a bit more graceful, I'll do that too. I am, I guess, the best way to put it from what I learned recently from a uh, Mayan elder, I open doors for people. I open doors for people so they can learn from themselves. My job is to simply open them and allow people to experience it for themselves. And that's exactly what I do with all my services, with all my interactions with people, whether it's intentional or not not intentional. I do my best just to be present. Sometimes when I be by myself or sometimes I'm in my own mood. That's the moment when I'm checking in with myself. You get what I'm saying? What's happening within me that's preventing me from being fully me, the biggest or the uh, the most embodiment version of myself. Right. And it always boils down to, from what I've been learning uh, with some of the studying I've been doing, it boils down, boils down to habits. Our habits are literally what create our reality in front of us. Like what led us to this moment of us talking to right now is because of our habits. From the moment we took our first breath, to the moment we're taking our breath right now. Mm-hmm. Like we, As we did yeah. earlier. Yeah. Breathing. Yeah. Boils down to our habits. And when I work with people, it's really about understanding that, understanding the raw materials of reality itself. It's our habits, our perception, work and action that we're doing to better our lives. Yeah. And I hear, and lastly, I hear that it's just like being intentional. Experience, here to have a good time. And yeah, I'm just here to live. Okay. We did that. 
Yeah. So any last minute thing you want to say? I mean, you have to go ahead. I do. Back to uh, we said about tips. If you want something practical rather than like just hearing me speak, something practical that you can do and what, what I do, uh, I set themes for my days throughout the week. Like today is Mindful Mondays. So my entire intention for today is to practice the art of being mindful. Whatever comes up, I just sit with it. I feel it. I don't really uh, cast any judgment on it or try to, I guess, even understand it as let it be. Other days are like 105% Tuesdays, Wellness Wednesdays, Quality Time Thursdays, Feel Fridays, Productive Saturdays, and Grateful Sunday. Yeah, it's just really about having fun with your life. Like we're already living on this cycle in terms of like Monday through Friday, you know, January through December. And but in reality, like that's not real. The end of the day like it's just something that helps us keep track with society there's no such thing as time exactly in, in that way you know that's and another topic <laughs> that's not a topic for another time but pretty much is what i'm saying is be intentional with your time be intentional with your energy by simply putting in your calendar just something to remind you like what is being that for sure you're going to do for the day being mindful being productive being grateful whatever that is and the more that you theme your days the more you practice those skills, the more you feel yourself, the more that you feel at peace. Even with there's a bunch of shit happening in the world, you feel right. more at, let go of whatever attachment or whatever idea you have about the true essence of yourself. Yes, sir. Love it. As usual, take it, grab it. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, bro. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Um, before we go, I wanted to ask, lastly, people able to contact you with a website or do you have a link, something you want to share right now, how people can get a hold of you, maybe if they want to learn more about what you talked about on this podcast? Yeah, definitely. Um, you can go to kokorohealth.org forward slash experience. You can check out some of my services, what they do. Check out my, a bit of my, um, I guess, an about me video that I have on there. And you can also schedule a call if you just want to have a one-on-one conversation with me. Completely free, nothing like that. It's just really about me providing a service, me helping you with understanding something about yourself. And Appreciate it. And I'm sure people can identify with a lot of gems you dropped, actually, too. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. For this week's episode, remember you can check out my Facebook page for more information on how to stay fit and healthy. I'm Malaika Jaycock, striving to live a more balanced lifestyle. And as my father used to say, to help bring good into the world. Discover wellness. See you next time.